Good evening, everybody. We're just so glad you could join us as we have a, a time of prayer this evening. And so I just want to take a minute to just welcome you all and just say thanks for being here. And what we're going to do tonight is we're going to open up the Word of God. We're going to pray, and we're going to just come before the Lord. And so one of the things that I was thinking about as we were preparing for this evening is proximity is not what unites us. It's what it, Jesus is what unites us. And so we can gather in a building or we can gather in a house. We can be together in the name of Jesus across all different platforms, meaning your phone. We can gather on a computer and we can see each other or we can't see each other, but we can gather under the name of Jesus. And I was just I was brought so much peace by just knowing that we don't have to be in church we can be wherever we're at, and we can gather under the name of Christ. And, and so I just want to encourage you all that wherever you're watching this, wherever, they, wherever you're gathering to just to join us in prayer this evening, I just want to say that Jesus Christ is the banner. It's, it's not a church building. It's the name of Christ. It's Jesus. And I, as I was going this week, one of the, the verses that was coming to mind is in Psalm 102. And I just want to take a minute to read this for you all. It's, it's so powerful. And this is, you know, it's cool. Is the psalmist who wrote this, wrote this for a people during times of trouble and turmoil, for people who were overwhelmed. And so in Psalm 102, uh, starting in verse 25, it says, Long ago you laid the foundation of the earth and made the heavens with your hands. They will perish, but you remain forever. They will wear out like old clothing. You will change them like a garment and discard them. But you are always the same and you will live forever. The children of your people will live in security. Their children's children will thrive in your presence. And so as we open up this evening just remi- I want to remind you, who laid the foundations? Where do we find security? It's in the presence of an almighty God. And so as we open up this evening, if you look in Psalm 102, verses 25 through the end there, just read this over and just let this be a way to prepare our hearts as we go before the Lord in prayer. I'm going to pray, and then uh, we're going to have a time of song where we can really just focus in on the Lord and, and just worship him through song. So would you pray with me this evening? Jesus, what a, what a privilege it is to gather in your presence, to know that you've laid the foundation of the earth. God, for a people, meaning us, we're overwhelmed, we are fearful, we are scattered, we are questioning what tomorrow is going to bring, and we're caught up in, in so many voices, so many voices that are begging for our attention so many voices that are begging to impart their influence to to get us to think one way or the other. Lord, I just pray that you would set us free tonight. That we would be reminded who laid the foundations. It wasn't Fox News. It wasn't MSNBC. It wasn't CNN. It wasn't any other news channel. It wasn't any other human leader. They didn't lay the foundations of the earth. You did. And there's no presence in existence that brings security and peace like your presence. Lord, as we gather, whether it's by ourselves, 
whether it's with our families, whether we're driving, washing the dishes, God, wherever we're listening to this, I ask that just the peace that only comes from walking with you, from being with you, would just wash over all your people and that we would thrive in the security that is with you in your presence, Lord God. And as we approach your, your throne this evening, I pray that we would approach it boldly, knowing that that's what you call us to. God, will we pray with passion, knowing that you hear us. And as we cry out, many are hurting, maybe many are sick, many know someone who is sick, struggling with this virus. I pray that we would enter your presence and know your power is with us. Lord Jesus, we love you and we worship you this evening. In the powerful name of Christ, amen. Isn't he wonderful? 
before Him, for He is Lord of all. Sing Alleluia, Christ is glad to be with you tonight and just to share with you and pray with you. Folks, I know that there's a lot going on in your life right now, and uh, as is all of ours, right? We're all moved by these trying times, and today I want to just uh, spend a few moments and just share with you a few comforting thoughts from God's Word, then we're just going to pray. Um, you know what? <laughs> Isn't that terrible to say it like that? We're just going to pray. Like, we are going to seek the almighty God of the universe. Uh, just before I uh, walked up here tonight, I saw Lillian Morgan has joined us. That, Lillian, you are an answer to prayer. Let, let's just give a shout out to Lillian tonight. She, uh, she really battled, and uh, I know she's still facing some battles, but she is doing so much better. And we thank God for you, Lil. And I thank God for all the church family. You know, at times like these, it, it's interesting to see the church come together because the church has really come together. I, I've heard about meals going to, to not just Lil, but to many people in the church. Other people are caring for each other. They're sharing and, and praying together. And they are, they are giving of themselves. They're giving of their finances. And they are helping people. We've had more than 500 bags of groceries come into the church and go right back out. And we are so thankful. We have a few other opportunities that are going to be coming up. 
But you know, tonight I'm reminded that we're all in a holding pattern, aren't we? We're all waiting. Come on up, Luke. Join me up here. We're, we're, all, in a, we're all in a holding pattern, and we're just kind of waiting and, and uh, just going through the, uh, the season of wait. Luke, what's it like to wait at home with four little kids? It teaches you a lot about uh, the Lord's presence. Yeah. <laughs> the Lord's presence and screaming mouth presence, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Actually, your kids are well-behaved kids. I shouldn't say screaming mouth. That doesn't sound good, but... Uh, but, uh, you know, I could not imagine trying to juggle four kids at home right now and, uh, to, and you know, on top of life in general. So I, I want you to know we're praying for you, Luke. Oh, I appreciate it. I can feel it. You know, but, uh, but I, I'm just thinking tonight that we are all waiting. <clears throat> you know, one of the things that we're not good at is waiting. Whenever, whenever Pittsburgh comes back open again, one of the things that Pittsburgh has a terrible time with is traffic. You know, when I'm go- coming in or out of that city during rush hour, I am just a mess. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an impatient person, and I don't like to wait. If you're a Pittsburgher, you know what that's like. That commute, many of you that are joining us tonight, you go in and out of that city every day for your job. And while right now not too many people are going in and out of that city, uh, in just a few months it's going to be back to that, and, and you're going to experience that wait. Uh, right now we're waiting on a pandemic. We're waiting on God and we're just asking God to move. Amen. And as we just wait for God to move, it is so, uh, it's so hard. And, and if I could just share that with you, like, I know we, we, you hear sermons about wait all the time. We, we reference some of these verses over and over and over, but it is really hard. And so whether it's waiting on school to come back for your kids or waiting for your job to come back, a, a number of people in the church have been laid off. And, you know, when you hear millions of people in the state of Pennsylvania alone laid off, uh, th- this is catastrophic to us. And we're just waiting and we're saying, God, please, please come back. Please, please talk to us, please. And, and we feel like we're so distant from him. Oh, absolutely. But I want to remind you of the scripture tonight, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31 Isaiah 40:31 says, "But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint." And I'm going to leave that verse up there for a little bit because I want you to catch this. It says, "Those who wait on the Lord, not those who wait on the governor to open the state, not those who wait on the president, but those who wait on the Lord." And the scripture implies here that while you're waiting, you're weak. I, listen, when I am waiting, I am weak. My mind is very weak. My heart is faint. It says, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. So it doesn't mean that you're lame. You know, weakness doesn't mean that I'm lame. It means that I need God. And, and, and so tonight, as, as, as we're gathering together before we go to the Lord in prayer, I just want to take you there because those who wait on the Lord... God says that that word wait also it uses the word hope. Yeah. Those who place their hope on the Lord, they shall renew their strength. And so God will renew their strength. They'll mount up as wings like eagles. Um, you know, maybe you've been noticing with it being a little quieter, the birds flying around. There's, uh, I don't know if there's an eagle out here in Finleyville, but I think there's a few hawks. And, and you just watch them with their span of that wing, right? Jim Watts showed me a picture of a Cooper hawk. Do you ever hear of a Cooper hawk? Neither have I. So I don't know. Maybe you guys have heard of a Cooper hawk, but I, I have not heard of one. He showed me in his neighbor's yard, somebody took a picture of this. But when you see the, the, the incredible wings, and that's what God says, that when, as we wait on him, God promises to renew our strength. And we'll run and no longer be weary. Amen. 
will walk, we will not faint. And so as, as we look at that tonight, I want you to consider what do you do when God is at work and it seems like he's not? Like, like when we're just not sure, it seems like nothing's happening. What do you do? Luke, what comes into your mind when you, you're going through a waiting period and you think that, man, I'm not sure that God's doing anything? And not just now, but like in any time of your life. You know, one of the things my mom used to say that always rings so true is she said, listen, that when you, when you have so much chaos, you have to remind yourself of what is true. And that's mm. the Word of God, Ken. Wow. I mean, so... I just think about my mom, who's been with the Lord for almost three years this October, and I just think her words ring so true because I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm running around searching for something. I'm waiting, yeah. but we've got the rock. We wow. We've got the word of wow, God. Wow, that's so good. Say, what's that statement again? Say that again. Well, it's just, no, it's just like in the midst of chaos, you like remind yourself of what is true. That is so good. In the midst of chaos, remind yourself what is true. And this is what we remind ourselves tonight, that God is working. God is alive, and he's, he's never stopped. He's, he's not going to stop. And so there's a few things that you can do when you're waiting. And here's what I often think. When people wait on the Lord, uh, when it looks like God is working, and, he, and, and when it looks like he's not working, but he really is, sometimes people retreat. They just run. They just go the opposite direction. They say, okay, I'm done with that. Where's God now? And, you know, the psalmist actually went through a period of time like that. If you read the psalms, they'll say, hey, where's God now? God, why did you leave me? Why have you forsaken me? And as a matter of fact, when Jesus was on the cross, one of the things he quoted was from the psalm, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And so that is the cry of the psalmist's heart, like, God, why have you forsaken me? May I share with you that that's okay because that's how it feels. You know, we're emotional creatures. Somebody, somebody said that to me today. They said, you know, God created us with emotion. So our emotion is in, involved here. And God says, I know your emotions. And think about this, Luke. You are created in the likeness and image of God. Therefore, God also has emotion, but without sin, without fail, without problem. And so that is, that is so awesome, isn't it? And your kids are created in the likeness and image of God. And so whenever we go down this path of just trusting God, it's just incredible what God is doing for us and through us when we can understand he's waiting. But one of the things you can do is retreat. You can run. Uh, I always like to say this. You can run, but you can't hide. Okay? You can try to run from God, but he's going to find you. And uh, look at Galatians 6, 9 here. It's such a powerful verse. It says, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And folks, this is where, this is where Christianity is on the line for us because many people, they just wanna, they want to do good. I'll follow you as long as it's good for me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know? And that's a natural thing, right? But God says, let's be mature. Let us not become weary in well-doing and doing the right thing, for in due season we'll, you'll reap the harvest if we don't quit. Uh, you know what? You can't, the harvest isn't going to come in by itself. You have to go out with your basket and you have to, you have to pick the fruit. And so that's what God says for us. And, and so for many people in our church right now, you're in a season of waiting. You're in a season of overwhelm. And I want to encourage you, don't quit. The world is looking for us not to quit. You know, it, it's just so easy for us to throw in the towel because, man, I am, uh, you know, where's God now? But I'll tell you what, whenever we keep hanging in there, 
And God says, hang on to me. Whenever you hang on, the harvest is right around the corner. Most of the things in my life that were of value were hard. And so God right now for us is giving us this opportunity to, uh, to, to endure. Because in this moment of endurance, this is where God speaks. And God is showing up and he's saying, I am here, I am with you. And it would be terrible to quit before the harvest. You know, think about all summer long, uh, farmers will plant their crops, right? And in, in the fall, there's always a big harvest. Can you imagine a farmer in the middle of July says, well, I'm over this. I, you know, I just don't want to pull the weeds anymore. I, I'm tired of watering the corn. I, imagine a farmer that does that. It would be horrific. And that's what God likens it to for us. He says it would be horrific for you to give up and quit. And so tonight we're going to be lifting up your request. And please share them online with us. We're going to be praying over these requests come uh, in just a few moments here. But I want to encourage you, don't give up and quit. You can retreat or you can renew. Renew your faith. And you know what? I find I have to do this every day. It's not like I renewed my faith on Monday and by Wednesday it's still good. I have to renew my faith every day. I have to come before the Lord and I have to renew it. And uh, it's, it's not, getting, not getting saved again. You're not trusting like for your salvation all over again. But I am trusting with today. Well, it's like when, you know, the, the, what's the hymn, you know, tune my heart to sing your praise. Like, we have to retune. Yes. Always retune. So, it's, you know, I watch the instruments up here on Sunday. They retune in between songs sometimes, you know what I mean? And, and when it, whenever they're not in tune, it, well, I'm not allowed to say that, right? But whenever they're not in tune, it's just not in tune, folks. And, and I'm no singer, I'm no musician, but I can tell when somebody's playing in the wrong key. And that's what God says, let me tune your heart. Let me bring you back. So it's time to renew. And, and let me give you a couple thoughts how to renew here. First of all is focus on God. Get your eyes off of yourself. You see, when I'm at the center, it's terrible. I, I'll never be happy. I'll never live up to my expectations. The, the society, the church, life in general will always let me down. So number one, the scripture says, I look up unto the hills whence comes my help, right? And then number two tonight is, uh, is this, uh, not only focus on God, but focus on others. Um, you know, when I'm thinking about somebody else, Philippians, Paul writing from jail to the Philippian church said, don't think more highly of yourself than you should. Think of others. And so what happens is whenever I'm only looking out for me, I'm thinking of myself more highly. So I want to just encourage us as a church tonight. Let's, uh, in times like these, let's get busy for God. You know what I mean? Let's, let's go for it. Let's, uh, let's keep bringing in the groceries. Let's keep looking unto your neighbor and calling your neighbor and saying, hey, how's it going tonight? Let's call people in the church. I want to encourage everyone who attends Crossroads. And if you're watching tonight, you don't attend Crossroads, you can apply this to your church, okay? Uh, I want to encourage you to call five people from the church. I've encouraged our staff. We're trying to call five people every day and beyond. But I want to encourage you tonight, church family. Could you imagine if, if we all just get on the phone and we, we make a few calls? And, and maybe it's just one call a day. Everybody in church says, I'm going to check up on one person a day. It could be on your lunch break. It could be if you're still working on the way home from work. It could be uh, just in between your, you know, when your kids take a nap. Whatever it is, and we check up on each other. And, and I, I want to call the men of the church. Like, men, let's step up and lead this church right now. 
This is the time when we stand up and we say, okay, we are going to lead the church by caring for one another. We are not going to be weary and well-doing. We're not going to give up and quit. We are going to see God work. Um, how about the women? I want to encourage women to call women in the church. And, uh, and just, you know, I know women are typically better at that because they know how to use the phone. Men, we, know, we think the phone is only for texting, all right? But, uh, but I want to encourage us all, let's go out and do that. Let, let's just step up what God can do. And, you know, God will, he says, if he'll do it if you don't quit. And I love that. Look at that, that how that works because the harvest is ripe. And so I want to encourage us, how about sharing your faith with somebody? Sunday, I encouraged everybody to, to make a three-minute video. And I, I've seen a few of them out there already. And I want to encourage you, take your phone and just make a, a selfie three-minute video and just share your faith. Share how that Jesus has uh, made a difference in your life uh, and what he has done for you. And let the world know. And, and tell them, hey, listen, yeah, I, can, I can give you more information or, or my pastor will help you. One of the people at the church will help you. And, and just, just share it. Because your story is your story. Your story is your story. And I have my story. And people are tired of hearing my story. I tell it all the time, right? So they're not tired of yours because you're not up here all the time. And I want to encourage you, let's go for this. Let's not be weary and well-doing. Let's reach out. Let's make a meal for somebody. You know, uh, the, the other day, I just, uh, you know, I, we sent a pizza out to your house, right? It was uh, one of those make-at-home kits, right? We grabbed another pizza, and we, and we sent it over to another neighbor. Do you know how much your neighbors love that? And, and, and listen, my neighbors are doing stuff like that for me, too. So I would encourage you, make a meal. Some of you are incredible cooks. Uh, we're incredible pizza buyers, all right? So Preach. <laughs> pizza buyers, you know what I mean? I've been, I've been trained on pizza for many years. But uh, I just want to encourage you tonight to, to go help somebody and, and, and give that and, and just, just see what that would do. And then, then lastly tonight is to realize that God has a plan. You know, when you, when you realize that God has a plan, look at this, Jeremiah 29, 11. Oh, folks, I, I think we should commit this to memory. God gave this to the nation of Israel, but it tells us the character of, our, of his heart for us. Now, check this out. God says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Like, that, that's what God says that his plans are, is to give you a future, to prosper you, to, uh, to, to help you through this time. And so I want to encourage you that, listen, let us come before the Lord and know that he is God and know that he has a plan. And he has come to declare, look, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. God says, I am not distant. I am not absent. I am with you. So as we move forward in, in, uh, in this weight on the Lord and this weight on the pandemic, listen, I know that God is going to be with us, Luke. I know that he's never going to leave us. He's never going to fail us. Um, I don't know what it's going to like when we can open the church doors. I'm chomping at the bit, you know. Some people sent me that there's that one Chris, Far Chris Farley running down the aisle screaming and all that. Somebody said, is that going to be you whenever church opens up? And I said, yeah, probably. All right. So that's what it's going to be like. We are going to be happy. We're going to be having a celebration second to none here whenever we open up this church. 
But I, I just want to encourage you tonight uh, to, to remember this is God's plan. Uh, and so God is with you. And then rest. Rest in God's plan. You know, God's timing. You cannot understand his timing. Rest in his purpose and in his plan and rest in the fact that he has it. Don't rest in your ability to understand it. And you know what? It just changes everything. So life makes you wait. I like this statement by Chuck Swindoll. Chuck Swindoll says, um, all, who, all who are used greatly by God are secretly hidden in God's presence. Like uh, if you go through the Bible and you look at the people that were used greatly by God, he secretly hid them, Abraham and Moses. I want you to think about Abraham, what God did with Abraham and Sarah. Like he said, I'm going to provide the son for you. I'm going to make, this, make you a great nation. And they waited until they were 90. Like, where's God now, right? And so we're, we're losing our minds over six weeks. Uh, what if this goes on for a year? I mean, we're losing our minds. I could not imagine waiting until 90 years old for God to do something. Um, how, about, uh, how about Moses? All right. Test, test. All right. Sorry, folks. We're having a little bit of sound issues there. Um, what, what about Moses? You know, Moses was uh, used by God. God sent Moses out into the wilderness for 80 years. Like he was 80 years old, 40 years in the wilderness. He grew up in, in Pharaoh's palace till he was 40. Then he goes out into the wilderness for 40 more years. And then God says, I'm going to use you. And I'm going to let you take a bunch of complaining people through the wilderness for 40 more years. And then he never even gets to see the promised land. So I, I want us to think about this tonight because this is really incredible that uh, you are, God, when God is going to use us, he's going to take us to the hiding place, to the secret hiding place. Paul, 17 years, I shared on Sunday, how the, even Jesus was 30 years. So what I want to do, I'm just going to pray for our church tonight and I'm going to ask God to, to be upon us and then we're going to go through a season of prayer, and Luke's going to pray, and then Rhonda will pray. And, and we're just going to begin to pray, lifting up some of these things that, that you have shared tonight on Facebook, on the online platform. Uh, and we're, we're just going to lift them up. But I, just, I hope tonight that you've been encouraged by the Word of God, because the Word of God is rich. And folks, this is what is going to get you through. Take these verses that we have shared tonight and, and, and just, just commit them to your heart. Commit them to your, to your soul and know that God is with you. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. And uh, so let me just pray for you, church, and then we're going to move to a season of prayer. And I want to ask you all to, to join us in prayer. And uh, as you're looking through the, through the comments there, let's begin to pray for those people tonight, all right? God, I come before you, Lord, and I... I thank you so much for what you're doing. I thank you so much for what you're doing tonight, Lord. You are so, so good. You have never left us. You have never forsaken us. And so, God, I come before you and I humble myself and I, I ask for our, behalf of our congregation, Lord, you said that those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. You said, I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Oh, God, we come tonight and we remember how good you are. Oh, Lord, be with your people tonight as they, as they start to just join together and we seek you. 
Lord, we're, we're seeking you on behalf of our church. You are a good, good Father. You, you only have in, in mind and in store for your, for your children what is good. You said in your word that you would, you would hold no good thing from your child. So God, tonight I'm reminded that I'm your child. Luke's your child, Rhonda. Every person in our church. We are the children of God. And you said you will withhold no good thing. Nothing good are you holding back from us. So God, I pray right now that that you will meet with us. And that you will continue to encourage us, Lord, as we seek your will, as we seek your way. And, and God, I just ask that you will uh, just, just help us to wait upon you. Because you've called us to that hope, that wait, that blessed assurance that we place it up high upon you for the goodness. You are so good. Father, I'm just thinking about just even my own my own personal struggles God with during this pandemic just being home and uh, God just trying to figure out the new normal within 24 hours Uh, God we've been at this thing for seven weeks and I just think seven weeks we think that uh, an eternity has passed and God I I just know that uh, you know thousand years is, is but an hour for you God, to know that a few days for our lives is centuries for you. God, just it's so small. And to think that we would be even like Job, just so concerned about all the different influences and and not sure and being questioned. And then here you are coming in the whirlwind, coming to us, speaking to us with power, with boldness. And so, Lord, we know that just as much as you are speaking in, in power and in boldness, you are with us. And you are personal. You are close. And, God, just just thinking about the psalmist in Psalms 102, Lord, just thinking about the reason why they wrote that psalm was because of people who were overwhelmed, who were troubled, who were in turmoil. And you said, I've laid the foundations of the earth. God, to think about our, our children, to think about us as your people living in security and our, to know our children are thriving in your presence. God, that's only because you, Jesus, you are the cornerstone. You are the solid rock. And Lord, I, I'm just even thinking of the song, Lord, all my life you've been faithful. You've been so, so good. Lord, I pray that your people during this time would shout even louder, that we would rejoice, that we would run to you, the great refuge. We would find our strength in you, that we would go to you, and even just acknowledging that you are our strength as we wait. God, we know good things happen during the waiting. God, as we wait for you, as we sing to you, as we struggle, and and, and even just call out to you as we struggle, God, we're we're your kids. We're your people. And you you don't just love us from a distance, God. Especially that truth during this time, God. You are with us. As we're wearing masks and walking around stores to buy food for our families and keep, and keep everything moving the best that we can. And we can't even see people's reactions. God, you're showing yourself in even more of a powerful way, God. You're just reminding all of us that you've not left. 
God, as I'm thinking about our teachers who are trying to continue to teach their kids via video and, and sending packets home and just thinking so many of them want the, that relationship and they're struggling because it's from a video. And I think about our church, God, we're gathering on a weekend, we're gathering on a Wednesday night, uh, we're, we're gathering at different times via video. Some of us haven't even seen people at our church in almost two months. And I'm thankful that we are called children of God, not because of proximity, but because of a Savior, and that Savior is Jesus Christ. Lord, the unity that we all feel in this time, that we all can listen to a song that talks about you, Jesus. We can read your word that the unity is not within people, it's within Christ. And so, Lord, as we take in the diet, take in the steady diet of all the different things the world throws at us, I pray that we would just I'm just being real transparent, God, with you because I, I feel like this is so this is so where everybody's at. I just feel it. Um, God, as we take in all the different things, God, that we would take in enough to just know what's happening, but that we would spend more time with you. That we would be citizens, that we would recognize what's happening, that we would stay up to date, but God, that we would be even more so uh, spend time with you. God, that's where the power comes from. That's where life change comes from. That's where the security comes from. That's where the reminder that during the hard times and the suffering, during the pain, during the chaos, that's where truth rings the loudest. Not within the news, not within he said, she said, we said, but within the power of your word. So, Lord, may we cling to your word. May we be united under the banner of Jesus Christ and know that we thrive in your presence, that security is found in you, Christ. We love you, Jesus, in the powerful name of Christ. Hello, God. We thank you so much for just being in this place with us tonight, whether we're in the church here, whether you're in your living room, your office, your bedroom your family room, your kitchen, whatever room we're in tonight, Lord, we can be rest assured that you are there with us. God, tonight I just want to ask that you would help us to remember who we are as believers, Lord, and be able to trust in the power of of what you give us each day, Lord God, and that is faith, that is trust. God, right now we are in a world that just seems so disconnected and so out of sorts Um, for those of us that like people we are really missing people right now and um, you know that's such a connection for those of us that enjoy that and so God you're teaching us that um, I think you're teaching us to to come closer to you Um, you're saying you know Rhonda just spend time with me spend time with me Um, I am sufficient for you and I am the provider of your needs and your joy and your peace and your hope And so for those of you that don't have that tonight, I wish it was, I wish that for you tonight. And I, I know that Ken's going to share how that can, how you can, can be assured of the salvation of Jesus Christ. But Lord, I pray that you will be with those of us that are just kind of, you know, longing for that connection again, Lord. God, there are many people out there that have, um, have someone in their life that, um, may have the virus lord god but there's also those out there that are that are not with the virus but having some other illnesses lord and so i am just thinking tonight of rachel who is in florida right now 
I'm thinking of the 17-year-old girl that just found out that she has some tumors on her spine, Lord God, and um, they they are just um, working, Lord God, to find a treatment for this for this young woman, Lord God, and we just pray that you will please just um, just heal her right now, even as, as we are praying for her body. Lord, you are the great physician. I know, Lord God, that she's had some numbness in her legs, and I pray that you will please just take that numbness away and that you allow her to get up and walk. And, God, this is very dear to us because this is a family that we know. And so I pray for Rachel right now, Lord God, and I know that you hear our prayers for her. I pray, Lord God, as Ken said earlier, for Lillian. I know that this has to have been a struggle for her. And I pray, Lord God, that you will just make your presence known, that you have not left her, that you have not forsaken her. As the song I sang earlier, Lord, are you hurting? Are you broken? God, that is what you are here for, to heal the brokenhearted. You are here to mend those hearts that, Lord, just just um, seem so shattered on the floor. And God, I pray that you will please just really draw people to yourselves. And, and I ask also, Lord, that you would please just... Um, I'm praying for all those mamas that are at home and those daddies that are at home, Lord God, that have been thrown into um, the whole family being together right now, but also just the homeschooling and then trying to figure out how to educate their children, Lord God, and these wonderful teachers that are trying to, to do this online, Lord. And I just pray, Lord, that we can just show our communities the love of Jesus through anything that we can do for them, but also that um, we can recognize that this is for your glory. This is for God's glory. If we can understand that, that he has a plan, then we can rest in that. And so, God, I thank you for that as well. And, God, I just want to thank you so much, again, for just who you are. You created the world. You created us, Lord. You know what's going on. And so help us, Lord God, to just, when we're down in the dumps, to pick up the word of God, to pick up the Bible and just claim the promises that are in there. The promises that you gave to us, Lord, the hope that you gave to us. We love you, Jesus. And we thank you for dying on the cross for our sins because you cared that much for us. And so, Lord, we just want to thank you for that love and we thank you for that sacrifice. And um, I just thank you, Lord, for putting a smile on my face tonight, Lord God, just knowing that you are the great I am, that you are my Savior and my Lord. And we want the world to know that. Oh, God, we come before you, Lord. We're your children. You're our Father. You're our God. We are so honored to be in your presence tonight, God. Lord, as I look at my own children whenever they were just little kids, and to see them cry, just reminded of everything I would do to help them when they cried. Like I, I never wanted to see my child in pain. If my kid needed something, I bent over backwards to get it for them. I, I know that's a picture of how you love us, God. And so, God, I ask now, Lord, that you'll do that for us. That, uh, that, that, that as we come to you tonight, Lord, that you'll remind us of the goodness of God. Like this is who you are. And the way that you love us, the way that you care for us is just incredible, God. 
So, God, I ask tonight, Lord, that the, as, as we lay at your feet, as we keep giving to, giving to you these requests, we're making our requests known to you, Lord. You said, how much more do you care for us than, than the birds and the animals and the, and the lilies of the field? But yet, you, you died for us. You gave your life not for the animals, not for those things out there, but for us, but for me. And God, I come before you tonight, Lord, and I just ask that you'll put your presence upon all of us. God, help us to, to, to renew, Lord. Help us to no longer uh, go to running from you, Lord. It's so easy. We can run to worry or we can run to God. And so, God, I pray tonight that you'll, you'll be upon us and help us to run to God. Run, run away from the worry. Run away from the trouble and run to the king of the universe, to our great and mighty refuge. So, God, I lift up before you, Lord, just, just a few of the things that I know that are happening in our congregation, Lord. I, I think of Sharon Gemender. Oh, God, she's been a faithful servant for so many years here at this church. And, Lord, I just lift her up before you, Lord. She, uh, she loves you. She's been serving you for, since I was a little kid. Her family has impacted a community not just the church community, but Finleyville and Monongahela and, and her and Ronnie, God. Think of her children, Michelle and Brian. Lord, I lift them up to you. And God, just be with Sharon as she's walking this journey of health crisis right now, Lord. God, I know that you're there with her. And you said that you'll never leave her. You'll never forsake her. God, I'm just reminded of the years of faithfulness that, that you gave Sharon. To walk into this church every day and volunteer and just answer the phone to put up with us staff who are running and going crazy all the time and we don't even know which end of this up half the time but she was there answering that phone and trying to connect people and just love and pray and, and, and when things got hard in her life she said I'm going to keep serving the Lord and she got out of her house and she came up and she kept serving the Lord God I pray for Sharon Gemender today I just lift her up to you and God know you know the heart, Lord. You know our heart. And God, we, we love the Slagles. We love the Gamenders. I just ask that you put your hand upon them, Lord. God, for Lillian, we thank you that, uh, that you've been with her. And I pray that for Lillian Morgan, Lord, that you'll just continue to put your healing hand on her, God. Be with her family, Lord. I know this has rocked their worlds, Lord. For Gary, for Allie, for Katie. For her sisters who love you, Lord. For her mom and dad. Uh, God, this has just been overwhelming to us. But when, we know that when, th when life is filled with overwhelming, it's not a problem. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for our great God to, stre to stretch his mighty arm and, and to work like we've never seen before. So, God, I ask you tonight that you will work in so many ways, God. We lift up to you all of our people, God. We, we're thinking of the... There are so many people tonight in our church. Uh, there are just so many more, God, that we could name by name. As the prayer requests have been coming in on the Internet, God, we have a team of people that have been seeking your behalf on, on behalf of these folks. And so, God, I lift those requests to you now and ask that you'll move my Just talking to you, just spending this time with you, just gathering with the people of, of this church and those who are watching on online. 
God, I'm just reminded that we have your word. We've been given your holy, precious, living, living word. And so, Lord, I can't think of a better way to, to close this time than to just just to read it. God, we've been given something to cling to. It's on our phones. It's it's. Many of us grew up with a Bible that was given to us. Someone wrote in it. I know Ken and Rhonda gave my wife a Bible that she still reads to this day. That they wrote in when she graduated high school. God, we can we can look out at at man man's attempts at creating a legacy, and the only legacy, the only thing we have to offer, is Jesus. God, I'm thinking about the men and women of this church many have walked with you for years many in this church have just made that decision to follow you in the last couple weeks God we've had over 20 people in the last 2 or 3 weeks that have said yes to you Christ that have given their lives to you we rejoice we know in heaven there's even a greater party in heaven because of these people who have made the decision to give their lives to you and God we know that just in your in your church at large God, that there are so many people who are turning to you. There are people who are watching online who have been given uh, a word uh, from your from your scriptures, whether it's from a text or somebody who invited them to church and people who are watching, hearing the gospel for the first time. They may have never stepped foot in a church, but the walls that we've built as man cannot contain your gospel. And we're seeing people like never before turning to you. God, the world, may be, the world may seem so dark right now, but God, there is so much light. And so, Lord, as we close, I just want to share, um, again, just Psalms 102 uh, and, and 25. Just as long ago you laid the foundation of the earth and made the heavens with your hands. They will perish, but you remain forever. They will wear out like old clothing. You will change them like a garment and discard them. But you are always the same. You will live forever. The children of your people will live in security. Their children's children will thrive in your presence. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Luke, for praying with us tonight. It's a pleasure. It's uh. It's our pleasure to join you, church, tonight. And um, I know I've just been watching some of the comments tonight. And I just want you to know that we are rejoicing with you. Some of you found victory tonight. Uh, I just read one in there. It said, man, I was ready to give up. And God, God was with me. God spoke to me tonight. And so I just want to encourage you tonight, folks, uh, uh, on Facebook, take and share that. Uh, I don't know. They have watch parties, all kind of stuff. I don't even know what this stuff means. All I know is share it because it's God's word and it will impact somebody's life. And, and I want to encourage you to, to, to take that, in, in that phone and, and make your story. Give a three-minute story and, and put it on your site and let people know that God changed my life because that's what he's doing. He's changing lives. So I, I want to thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, we'll see you on Sunday. We'll be here Saturday at 6. 
Sunday at 9.30, 11, 3, and 5. And we've added those two extra 3 and 5 because we know sometimes the Internet gets a little bit trafficy. And uh, if, if you have a problem with the stream and can't get on at one point, there's another opportunity later in the day. And uh, Luke, share, share what's been happening online. We had a number of people come to Christ recently. Yeah, well, it's like I was, I was just mentioning as I was praying. You know, we've had over almost 25 people in the last couple of weeks that have given their lives to Christ. And so... Um, wow. Just know that as you're watching, someone's hearing the gospel for the first time. I mean, Amen. you just know it's a reality. And and so my encouragement to you all is when you hop on to join us in one of our one of the online services, grab someone, text them, yeah. send a, a send a link in a text, um, or invite them on Facebook. And there's all kinds of different ways. Um, you can actually find Crossroads uh, the online services on YouTube now. So you can search by typing in C-R-S-M-I-N uh, into the YouTube search bar, and it'll pull up our account, um, as well as uh, you can pull it up on your TV, which is really, really neat. And so um, invite someone to join you with ch- in, in church, and also while you're on there, please say hi. I'm, I'm on there, all the services, and, and moderating those, and, and just praying for you as, as one of the pastors here. And so please say hi, and uh, it's, it's such a pleasure. It's so much fun. Amen. But the big thing is that people are giving their lives to Christ, guys, so... Amen, Amen, folks. And I want you to know, uh, please feel free to call the church if you have anything. Uh, Crystal answers our phone most of the time during the day. And uh, and we're kind of in and out all the time. Um, this week, I, I want you to pray for the um, Hamilton family. That's Val Hamilton, Andrew, her son Andrew, his dad, passed away. And uh, we'll be having a funeral actually Friday night. And then also I want you to pray for the Ford family. Hannah Ford's going to get married. And uh, her wedding was scheduled for this Saturday. And while we can't have a large gathering, we're going to have a little gathering on her farm of just a few family members. And she will be united in marriage. So pray for her. Maybe I should be saying praying for her mom and dad even more, right? Because that's a big deal. Let go of your daughter. But, uh, hey, we want to say thank you for joining us. God bless you and have a great day.